All right, from the top, now we're recording. Uh, <laughs> let's do this shot. We just did like 20 minutes without me pressing record. All right. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, every, every podcast I'm going to try to start it with a shot with my... Uh, with the person I'm interviewing, but um, welcome to the second uh, interview style podcast of the Monster Mash. Uh, today I have my homie DJ PDP. Say what's up. <laughs> yo, 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 what's going on, man? What's going on? Uh, my bad, bro. We just did 20 minutes of, of like recording. Failed. And I failed. Totally failed. Didn't press record, but anyway, we're going to keep on going. We're just going to wing it, and I'm going to ask you pretty much the same shit. That way, you know, maybe you have a better answer. For yeah. everyone, nah, it's like the, the, the first ones you did were pretty good, but um, I guess from the beginning, um, what went you know, did you like number one? Did you like the don't hold it? I just gave you nasty. So, this is the second shot you took, and you it's still the nasty, nasty. You know? <laughs> Fuck. I'm a Hennessy guy, I man. know you are a Hennessy guy, man. You Laos guys, yeah, yeah, motherfuckers from Laos, Hennessy only. Don't, don't fuck around with the Hennessy, you know what I'm saying? Nope. Hennessy only, Hennessy, oh, yeah, yeah, and you guys don't like Remy, do you? No. Us Laos Asians, they they drink Remy. Yeah, but PD no. You don't like Remy? Hell no. You don't like the VSOP? Nah, I don't and, know. Remy just. And you don't like seventeen thirty eight? No, that shit just makes me puke. What? Yeah. Crazy PD. It, it just I don't know. It don't taste right. That's crazy. Nasty. All right, bro. I'm gonna let that slide. Leave <laughs> in my house. Okay. But uh, basically. Um, what I was gonna ask you, I wanted to ask you a couple of things. I guess start off with uh, when did you start DJing? What years you start DJing, or how long did you start DJing? Um, DJing for a little over six years. Six years. Yes. Okay, that's what's up. But uh, where did you start like falling in love with the music to start DJing, or when did uh, back in the day did you always wanted to be a DJ, or was it something that just came up out of out of nowhere? Well, growing up, there's always house parties and. Um, there's DJs at all these house parties and whatnot, but it all started, um, in middle school. Um, there was a group shop across the street, um, on Charles, right there, uh, across the street from Lincoln. Um, they had graffitis, probably, what, every month there was somebody coming doing graffitis. Um, they had low riders out there, and, you know, like, me, like, man, what is that? Breakdancing, probably. Yeah, they had breakdancing and whatnot. Um, so I'm gonna go check it out one day, and you know, like the owner just won. The famous just won. He was always there, you know, just selling CDs and whatever he sold CDs and records and whatever. But he had like dude over probably ten, fifteen turntables. So it's a turntable and a mixer. And like he had different stations. Yeah, basically, different, okay, different areas for you to listen to. Yeah, to listen to the records. records. So one day I just went in there, you know. From growing up watching, what was it, MTV at night type of shit. Oh, uh, what was it? DJ Scribble, yeah, I was always an ass. He was a DJ on, on MTV back in the day. Like, and he was dope. That was he one was, person yeah. to look up to. I was like, man, you know, dude scribbling or whatever. So, <laughs> went to the group shop, mess with shit, start scribbling shit. I don't know yeah. what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Just one comes over, hey, man. You're like, what are you looking at? I'm like, yeah. Um, but I don't know what I'm doing. He said, yeah. man, I'm going to show you, you know, blah, blah. But he said, don't scratch too hard. I don't want you to break my needle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
So, like, you know, just going there every day after school, doing after doing my homework. Yeah, yeah. I'll go there when Did you used to live over there? By there? Yep, right across the street. Right across the street. There's a laundry You're mat. from Rockford? You were born in Rockford? Born and raised in Rockford. All right. There was a laundromat. There was a... a is that where Gazardo's is now? In that... Gazardo's is by East. Oh, that's East. You're right, you're right, you're right. This Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, there was a laundromat, and there was a groove shop. And, um, you know, I would go to groove shop or whatever. And, yeah, one day, uh, just one day, I'm, I'm going to teach you, you know, just little basic things, how to mix, whatnot. So he showed me this and that and this, and uh, he was a like, man, I'm going to suggest you look at some CDs, you know. He's like, I'll hook you up with a CD, whatever. So my first allowance, I bought my first CD, DJ Quick. Uh, listen to that, and I thought that was pretty cool. So ever since then, like I, every day, I would try to learn something, but I wasn't dedicated at the time. But growing up, out of middle school, going to high school, um, going to house parties and things, you know, you see all these DJs and whatnot, and like, man, that's you know, that's pretty cool. But you didn't really think yourself as a DJ. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's just the music. But really, what really caught on to me was um, one day, one of the homies asked me. You know, back then we used to be street racers, you know. So he was like, "Hey, man, let's just let's let's go to this house party instead of going out." Street racing. Let's go to this house. All right. So that's what y'all used to do back in the day, just like kind of. Yeah. Go to back in the days. Where would y'all go? Like East State. Okay. And like um, back to roads. It was like just a road to nowhere, basically just back roads, the farm, farm area. Yeah. And street racing, but this time you like man, just let's go out and kick it. You know, teenage what teenagers do back then, fucking, uh, doing house parties or uh. What would you call it? Jungle. Is this place called the Jungle? It's middle of nowhere. Man, no jungle, bro. Remember the jungle? Hell yeah, yeah. bro. I, I, I went there a long time ago with uh, one of my homies. I don't know if you know Big C. Caesar? That might. I might. Uh, yeah, well, he's kicking at sports which a lot back in the day. And me and my homie, uh, Miguel, and my, my brother, we went there. And yeah. um, I was in high school still. Yeah. And I had no idea this shit existed, bro. Like... It was like in the middle of fucking nowhere. You didn't even see it coming. You park far as hell. You start walking. You start hearing the music, the yep. people. You're like, what the yeah. fuck? And it's like a a small clearing. And then you go in. It's like a huge fucking field. Yeah. Like 200, 300, 400 people <laughs> easily, bro. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the fuck? When did they start doing this shit? <laughs> I was like, this is cracking. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know nothing. That was the only time I went. But, yeah, man, that shit was crazy, the jungle. Yeah, it was powering, bro, but to this day, you think, how far did they get power? You know? I don't know. They probably <laughs> had some generator something out there. You know, yeah, back in the day, it was so dope, but, like, uh, you know, that's, that's what really made me think, like, man, you know, all these DJs and, you know, just, just mixing records and back in the days with records. Yeah, yeah, everybody used um, well, the real motherfuckers. Yeah, the real shit. Back in the day. It was pretty... It was so dope, man. But, like... It caught on to me. But at the time, like I said... I wasn't really dedicated to it. You, yeah. mentioned, you mentioned last time that your your parents had bought you something. like uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, after that, like, you know, my parents had bought me um What was it? A beginner's, I guess, DJ kit type of thing. It came with a, a little 
um, controller, I think it was like a Gemini controller and had like some small speakers that are like computer speakers. And like I used to mess around with that, you know, it, it, it took CDs, so. Yeah, it was pretty, they weren't really controllers, they were, they were called uh, like CDJs. Yeah, thing. basically. It was like all connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it was like a controller pretty yeah, much. Yeah, basically, but it just took CDs. Yeah. And, um, you know, I practiced with that, but like I didn't know what I was doing, you know. And uh, I broke, I broke something. And you broke something on the CDJs. On the CDJs. So they stopped working? Out, yeah. It, it was still working, but kind of find out it was a fader. The fader, the center fader, the cross yeah, fader. Yeah, the cross fader. Over here trying to practice scratch and like DJ scribble, you know? Yeah. And, um, like, I thought it was just, damn, that, that, that shit's done now. You know, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. So we threw it away. But now, as a DJ, you're like, damn, that, that could have been fixable, you know? Yeah. Buy a, a little crosshair for a couple bucks back then, you know? Yeah. But, um. That comes with learning, bro. Yeah. That all comes with, you know, figuring it out later. Yeah. Little by little, but. But after that, you know, throughout high school, you know, you, you go to house parties and whatever, you see all these DJs and, um. Yeah, back in the days, curation, we went to all types of parties. The one party that really caught on to me was uh, one of the homies invited me to. was like, hey, man, let's go to this house party on the south side. All right, bet. Let's go. Are we good? Yeah, yeah. Um, we had some masculine homies, whatever. Mm -hmm. Let's go. You know, this, this you know, family. This is family. Okay, cool. Let's go. So we go in, walk in, with pack, like shoulder to shoulder type of shit. <laughs> Hello, girl, you know, this DJ, but my main focus was like, damn, watching this DJ, like a, uh, what do you call them people? They just watch you, don't leave you alone. Like a... Not like a stalker, but like... <laughs> what do you call them? Like a, like a fly on the wall type thing, or... you just watching them, like, damn, you're yeah, watching yeah, what yeah, they're yeah. doing, you know? That's what, every, that's what every DJ starts off doing. Yeah. yeah so was, you watch another DJ, cause, and you get enamored, like, oh, yeah. shit, I want to do that shit, too, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's so, you know, I was watching the DJ and it happened to be DJ Rick Monster. Get the fuck out of here. You know? So, it was like, damn, no, that, that's dope. And Hold on. What, was, was it, was it were, were we in the kitchen or were we in, like, the, 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 the living room? The living room. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. The living room. So, it was, like, people in the backyard, people outside, it was people inside. But we just got here, so they was like, hey, let's go check out the inside. So we checked it out, and just like, it was packed. You know? Was the, was, the, was the floor bouncing up and down? Could you feel the floor? <laughs> That's probably what, the one of them times. Well, it had to be one of them times. It was one of them times, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It had a big speakers one night. Well, actually, yeah, I think it was right, right when you entered, it was a DJ right there. Right I, I don't think I've ever had it right there. I've always had it either in, in the kitchen, or it was in like in the living room. But then, yeah, I was checking... DJ Rick Monster. Most likely it was me and, me and yeah. Vic, yeah. the big monster. Uh, damn, that's pretty dope, you know? And when the message home come up, yeah, that's that's my bro-in-law. Okay, damn, okay. He's dope, man. So, you know, I was checking you out for a little bit, went outside, drank some more, and everybody disappeared for a little bit. So I went back inside and checked you out again. Like, damn. It's pretty juking, dope. it's juking. Juking, yeah. Back in the days, you know, trying to find some honeys. Yeah, so a little backstory to this, like I, like I was saying, back in the day, before I would go to the bars and like shit, you know what I'm saying, I was DJing here at my house, so I would throw like huge house parties, huge house parties, 
and they're kind of like I was pretty known for you know what I'm saying back in the day when I would throw uh, I've fucking had house parties since I was probably like 12 years old honestly 12 or 13 I got videos of like parties that we've had girls come over and blah 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 that's my first party I remember with a DJ and shit you know what I'm saying I was like 13 and we played number house music and shit like that that's what we played back in the day so later on, as the years went on, I remember at one time I turned 16, I had a DJ, I had DJ Acid. I heard DJ Acid, I heard DJ jump off, he he brought them, whatever. So yeah, I mean, that was one party, and then, you know, after years of paying DJs, I was just like, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? I always wanted to be a DJ, so I basically bought my own shit. So after that, we, after the parties I would throw after that, I would be DJing, and then Vic was already DJing at the time, but he was, like, starting up, like, me. He he, he was DJing a little bit more, but, like, we, we kind of came up about the same time as far as, like, um, we kind of took it serious around the same time, you know what I mean? So, we, you know, we, we both came up around the same time skill-wise. And, uh, yeah, so you probably most likely ran into a house party that I did. Yeah. But with me and Vic yeah. spinning. Well, yeah, I, I went to a lot of house parties. But like you're, yeah, because you lots of people, uh, if if you don't got no Laos friends, yeah. which most people do, Laos people party, bro. They yeah. kick it, kick it, bottles of Hennessy. They don't fuck around, man. Yeah, like yeah. I, uh, there's been many times where like I wonder how the fuck I got home. Yeah. After one of you guys' parties. <laughs> no bullshit. It's a real talk. Eh, but I I learned how to drink from them too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to all the OGs. Yeah, going a lot to uh, Laos. A lot of house parties. Um, you know, you don't really... There's just music. But then coming to your guys' house party, it, it was way different because the vibe and the music was where it's at, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just so dope. And to that day, it was like, man, like I want to I wanna do what they're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. like, I want to be there. But I wasn't really dedicated because, like... This, like now, mind you, this... I was like... I have to be 19 or 20 years old during this shit, so... I think it was younger than that, because it was still high school days. It might have been. I might have been 18. I don't remember. I can't, I can't remember the, the exact year, but it... At least 12, 13, 14 years ago type of yeah. shit. That was a long yeah. time ago. But yeah, ever since then, man, it just, like, it made you think, like, man, like, this is what I'm gonna do. But like I said, I wasn't dedicated. You know, back in the days, remember that street racing days? But, uh... Yeah, all my money's went to cars and whatnot. Street racing. Yeah. You know? And, you know, growing up, it just... I was that music, man. Downloading CDs and, you know, LimeWire and um, whatever else app you use. Oh, so you were the kid that uh, would sell CDs at, in school CDs. and shit. CDs, DVDs. Whatever. CDs, DVDs. <laughs> yeah, at school, you know? He didn't even want this. Boom, yeah, yeah. You know, $5, $10. Hell yeah, make that money. money. Yeah. You gotta buy that dollar pizza, you know? Yep, you know what I'm saying? Like, them, them good cheese fries. Yeah. Damn, I missed that. But, uh, yeah, man, it was just, that's where it all basically started, it was just that music, man. And, you know, growing up, knowing your music, but like, growing up, I was listening to more of a um, Chicago house, you know? Oh, where? Okay. Yeah, my sister, you know? And freestyle and shit? Yeah, I remember, um, I forgot how old I was, but one day, uh, my sisters wanted to go to the inn. 
the end, the skate is the skate place the end. Yeah, and my mom was like, my mom told them, you can't go. We don't mean your brother. E- I forgot how old I was. Okay, so your sister's a lot older than you? They're way older than you, yeah. One of them, I think, is in their 40s. Okay, oh, so both of them, you have two older? Two sisters. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Another one's in their higher 30s or so. Lower 40s, maybe. But yeah, mom's like, you can't go unless you bring your brother. I went. No, what the fuck was going on? Yeah. You know? So like, you had to be, bro, because no, you're no. you you 32 right now. About to be 34. You're, oh, you're 33 right now. Yeah. Okay, you're about to be 34. Okay, so they at least six, seven, eight years older than you. Yeah. So, you know, if they were kicking in about 15, 14, you had to be like eight, nine or something like that. Yeah, I was young. Yeah. Oh, you then you seen some some things go down. Yeah, you seen a lot of shit you never experienced before, for sure. What the fuck? At the end, yeah, and and then they had the house music going too. Chicago house music. They had the footworkers going. They had all that shit. Yeah, yeah. all that shit. So like you know, um, so I was more back growing up back in the days. I was more into that music. Yeah. Listen to that. So it was like you know, thought that was pretty cool and you know, but. You really heard nobody played out here as much, I guess you could say. Well, shit, cool, in, in, the, in, the, in the Mexican communities, that's how we play at yeah, the yeah, parties. Yeah. I think I heard you guys play a couple times. Yeah. Um, that's what made me fall in love with DJing. But it's like, for me to play it, back in the days, nah. Like, you know, it was just like, it wouldn't be me. But like I said, growing up, I really wasn't dedicated to, to, to DJing to probably or really maybe think about life and about really DJing and getting into it. It was probably six years ago. Yeah, about six years ago. Six years when you yeah. started out love. Like when you started hitting hard. Yeah. What was your first real equipment that you bought for yourself or whatever? Um, my real equipment was the Newmark and the 7. And a seven. Yeah. That's a heavy motherfucker. Heavy. I had no case, no nothing. No Yeah. That's I how bought, we all start. I think I bought a used for like 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. All guitar center. And I remember you you brought it because we used to have that um, art gallery. Yeah. And yep. you brought uh, you brought it once there. Yep. And I actually, that's, I've never used it before, but I actually liked it because it, it really felt the like vinyl almost. Yeah. You know? There were smaller platters, obviously, but... It did feel like motorized, like where, you know what I'm saying? I, I would scratch on it, and it, and it and it responded really good. Yeah, that was my strange. first time using a Newmark NS NS7. That's why I got it. It was just that that vibe where it spins, it yeah. actually moves, the yeah. motorized shit. It was pretty cool, man. It's like it just practice made perfect. So yeah. I was practicing, practicing on it, and um, I got a message one day from this dude. Hey, man. I guess he's a DJ too. Um, hey man, you DJ? I was like, no, but not really, you know. I've been working on it, but like I'm not too good. So he was like, hey man, just um, come help me DJ this 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 bar out in Palatine. Cool. Palatine. Damn players in Palatine. So I went out there and helped them out. Um, ever since then, dude, I just fell in love because every music I played. Everybody was cheering me on, yelling, and just dancing. You know, see people dance to what you play, cheering you on. And this place was packed, like, shorter to shorter. Yeah. Dude, we opened at 10 o'clock. This place was packed by 11, 11 
you know, people waiting on stairs to get in and all that. Because it was a second floor. Okay. So it, it was just so dope playing. Second floor had to be hot as hell up there. Hot. Hot. Yeah, There's yeah. a balcony up there, but like, balcony can only hold so many people. And inside can hold it probably, I don't know how many people. I think it was like 75 to 80 people up there. Always a little, little, little spot. A little small. Yeah. It was cool. It was dope, man. Ever since then, it was like, made you really think. Like, damn, you know, this is, I guess this is where it's at. Because, like, you know, you're seeing people doing what you do and cheering you on and um, just dancing to what you're doing. It's like, damn, that's pretty dope, man. So, that's what really, really got to me. Like, man, okay, that's what I'm going to do, you know. I enjoy it, you know. So, you're investing more money, buy more equipment. And throughout the year, you're, you're spending money, like, do lights, speakers, oh, yeah. better equipment. And then obviously, as a DJ, you got to uh, pay for subscriptions for music. Music's not free. You know, you want yeah, no. quality, you got to pay for it. That's what people don't understand. Yeah. You can't just go to freaking YouTube and download something. And guarantee you play it, it's not going to be good quality, you know. But yeah, as, you know, as a DJ, you just got to spend that money, man, to make the money. Luckily, um, throughout the years, ever since, pretty much when I started Serato, like, I had a library of shit, you know what I'm saying? A library of music already, because back, like you said, back in the day, used to download music and mm -hmm. off all this shit, you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't a good quality, usually I would just erase it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And just until I find a good quality one, whatever. Or usually it'll, it'll tell you how many, you know, 320 or whatever. You know, and um, I so I had a decent library to start off with ever since I was younger. Over the years, um, shit, even back um, recently, Balta, DJ Artiza hit me up. He, he wanted um, Jay-Z's, um, uh, what, what was it, Just Give It To Me, uh, Give Me That, whatever. Mm -hmm. He wanted that in good quality. He couldn't find it in good quality without, because uh, I don't think he's in a subscription thing. I'm not sure. But um, he couldn't find the song. Without like DJs haunted and intros and yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I I'm like man, I got that shit on good quality from like 20 years, ago, like literally like 15 years ago. So I sent it to him in the file and shit. But yeah, man, I mean it's it's, it's if you're not a part of a DJ pool, you know what I'm saying, paying money and that shit ain't cheap. You know what I'm saying? It used to be like ten, twelve dollars. Now this mm -hmm. shit's going up, bro. Yeah, thirty four dollars a month. Yeah. And um, I got two subscriptions, so. Well, which one? Do you, which one do you use? Yeah, DJ City, and BPM Supreme. Which one do you like the best? DJ City. Yeah. BPM Supreme is good when you're doing like birthday parties or like private parties, um, because they got created sets for like weddings or kids. Oh, or okay. So you they give you the whole. Like oh, what well, could be played? Oh, bet, bet, bet. All right, that's tight. Mm -hmm. I mean, they give you sets already. That yeah. you could download yeah. for certain parties you're yeah. gonna do. So oh, that's dope, man! We have a little list. Yeah. Um, thanks to Jump Off, who told me about it. So before, when I first described it, didn't have any creative sets. Yeah. Where it was for certain parties. Now he was like, "Man, dude, you just spend that forty dollars a month. You have it." Because at the time, I think I was doing uh, against the I'm Asian, so like, dude, what, what kind <laughs> of music do you play there? You know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, after that, bro, like, it just told you what music 
you can pick. And for me, man, like I, I love Latin music, but I understand what they're saying. You love Latin music because you love Latin women? I love that too. <laughs> but it's just like, it's just the vibe, bro. Because like, dude, when you play this shit at the bar, a lot of people actually dance to it, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Whites, blacks, Mexicans, Asians, they dance to it just because it's, I guess, the beat. Good vibes. Yeah. Well, that's true when it comes to like reggaeton for sure. Yeah, yeah. Reggaeton, especially the newer shit, it has a certain bass to it, a certain uh, vibe to it. You know what I'm saying? And, and and it gets you going, it gets the groove going. That's it's really just party music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's what's kind of missing in a lot of like hip hop shit nowadays. You know what I'm saying? That's why you hear me play a lot of old school shit because I'm that's what I'm. I'm working off of the vibe, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Off of like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like a juke dance, everybody yeah. partying. You know? That's the era I come from, you know what I mean? So, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's very rare. I mean, I, 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 I sleep in new shit all the time, but it's like, I don't know, it's kind of hard when everything is so slowed down. 60s Check. BPM, 70s, low 70s BPM. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not the same, but anyways. Yeah, these record pools, man, it's, it's where it's at, man, for these DJs, because... Um, you want that good quality when you're playing at a bar, you know? Yeah. You don't want no shit that you downloaded from YouTube or, or, or your Google or something. You know, shit yeah. that it just, it's, you can really tell a different as a DJ. Mm -hmm. You can tell. Um, but no, it's just like you pay this money to, 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 to download this music, you know? And this is what makes you your money. Cause you're basically making your money back. You can spend the money. You're making money back. But as a DJ, bro, you got to spend money to make money. Exactly. You know? That's the biggest thing for any business. Because, yeah. like, dude, like, even as a DJ, bro, I've seen DJs that just still use the ritual DJ. And it's just like, I'm not hating nobody, but, like, bro, like, invest in some controller, invest in turntables, you know? Because. Honestly, I think virtual DJ has gotten a little bit better. I think. A lot of people still use it. No, like two, three years ago, you seen people still use virtual DJ. No turntables, no, 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 nothing. Oh, just straight laptop. to the laptop. And bro, you know, like, like I said, I'm not hating nobody, but bro, like it's <laughs> man, man, you know, a lot, a lot of people have people. The, the, the one thing you gotta do is be able to be open to newer DJs and be like, yeah. you know, as long as they want to take the device, if or maybe mm -hmm. they ask you. I've had a DJ come up to me and ask me, "Hey, bro." What should I get? What kind of mm -hmm. should I get? Virtual DJ Serato, I'm like Serato all yeah. day. Virtual DJ is cool if you want to start off just on the computer. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yeah. But like virtual DJ using controller is good. But just DJ, like I said, I DJ our work DJ my younger days. That's just starting off. Yeah. But like you. My DJ bad, but yeah. yeah at I a bar? Oh no no no! We can't do that. You know no, he was DJ at a bar. Oh yeah. And I was looking at him like, dude, what the hell? But like as a DJ, like I said, it just—I'm not hating nobody, but it's just like, bro, you know, you really want to be a DJ, you gotta invest in that money, get that controller. You know, it don't matter if it's um, that new Mark Touch to Go, that yeah, little joint. I want to yeah. get that little motherfucker just to fuck around. I want it too. Just uh, it's seventy nine dollars. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it, just uh, just so I can sit down and just like come up with shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like when you're traveling, you know, exactly on the airplane playing, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm gonna be traveling anytime soon, but who knows? <laughs> but um, yeah, well, that's a that's a good segue. Um, with all this Corona shit, 
like uh, obviously your gigs got canceled, all yeah. of them from all the way from March till about now. Yeah. What what uh what have you been doing during this time? Well, like I still I still been working on music, you know, just mess around in the room, whatnot. But like every not not every day, but at least every weekend, I'll download music just to be prepared because you never know when you get that call. Hey, bro, we need you. It don't matter, you know. Like, um, my weddings all got postponed to next year. Um, no, a lot of the events, not even wedding events, got postponed. And, you know, I lost a lot of money because of that. But at the end of the day, it's like... Right? Luckily, like 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 how I am pretty yeah. much, luckily you have a, a regular a job, job, too. Because yeah. a lot of people, a lot of these DJs out here put their whole everything into DJing. Mm-hmm. And that sucks for them because, you know, they lost not, I mean, we all lost a lot of money, but at the end of the day, we have our jobs fall back, yeah. back on, you know what I'm saying? We're yeah. not DJing full time, like, on the weekends, we're at it every weekend pretty much, but yeah. during the week, we're just uh, working our regular jobs, but there's a lot of DJs out there that, that don't have that fallback money to, yeah. you know what I'm saying, to work, to work, you know what I'm saying, to have. Yeah. Actually, I talked to one of the homies, um, Unique, who just... He DJs and his girl um, worked at the bar. Also, she was I think it was like a bartender or whatever, waitress or whatever she was. And, and Milwaukee DJ, DJ Unique from Milwaukee. From Chicago. Well, he's from Chicago. Oh no, he I know from Chicago, but, but he says, "Oh, he, he moved back to Chicago." He moved back to Chicago. Oh, okay. And um, that's all he did was DJing. But um, he was like, "Dude, he just yeah, keep that positive mind, man. As a DJ, you know, you don't." You think differently because as a full-time DJ, all you do is DJ, DJ, DJ. And, I mean, yeah, you spend money on equipment, but at the same time, it makes you save money because, you know, you got to think of things like this. Because mm-hmm. you got to think about what ifs. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of what ifs Yeah. As far when it comes to DJing, but yeah. at the end of the day, we never thought this was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, this, is, this isn't just DJs. This is the whole bar industry. Yeah. This is the whole restaurant industry. This is just... Anything and anything in entertainment, yeah. where people have are around, you know what I'm saying. This is everybody, bro. I mean, I mean, it, there's no way you could prepare for this unless you had racks in the in the, in the account that yeah. you could just chill on. But even then, you know, if you're not doing nothing, that's just gonna wither, wither down. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying little by little. But no, I mean, all I've been doing is working on music and just regular working my regular job. You know. Yeah. Um. And doing that, but like, that's all you can do, man. Just think positive. Yeah, bro. Hope for the best. Yeah. So, uh, last weekend was your first actual gig. Yeah. Today, I think this they opened Phase Four. Phase Four. Phase Four, which is I really don't know what the hell Phase Four is, but Phase Four is basically just open the bar up inside. Inside, but only twenty five percent. Twenty five percent of so four hundred people can fit in there. Only a hundred people can be in there. Yeah, basically. So, like RBI, let's say what fifty people can fit in there. Only twenty people probably. Yeah. Not even fifteen people. District, let's say, fits two hundred. It, it, it fits like. Without the tables is like six hundred. Yeah. And with with the tables like three hundred something four hundred. Yeah, so probably so only like thirty people. A hundred people, I think. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's what basically it is, and uh. Um, but yeah, last week was actually my first time DJing, 
back. Where'd you go DJ at? At uh, the cave in Byron, Illinois. Byron, Illinois. Um, Which is how, long, how far away? Like 20 minutes away from Rockford. Okay. Um, yeah, it was outside gig and uh, in a little patio. It was, it was real dope, man. It was just a great vibe, you know. People enjoying and drinking. Um, but I've been seeing a lot of, uh, like, Texas and Florida. Yeah. They just closed down. They just closed, like, stop all alcohol mm-hmm. at bars, blah, blah, blah. They closed too early. I mean, they opened too early, in my opinion. Yeah, they, they, they did, man. They was like... I seen... I kind know of a couple people from Texas, so I seen that, like, their Snapchats and Facebook. And, dude, you look at these videos, dude. This is, like, a regular day in the Yeah, party, they just you know? straight partying, bro. Partying hard, dude. Yeah, <laughs> man. I don't... I, I, I'm some real shit... I don't know if it's just real or fake, to be honest with you, yeah, with this yeah. whole, you know, there's so much shit going on in the world right now where you don't know what to believe, what's fake, what's real, but at the end of the day, my OGs are old as hell, and I'm just not willing to take that risk, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Here, I'm not going to be an asshole and be like, I'm, it's not going to be because of me, they, my parents are dying, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's plain and simple, you know what I'm saying? No, same here, man, because uh, actually, I think it was like a month or two ago. In between that time frame, um, somebody hit me up. One of my boys hit me up. Was like, "Hey man, are you willing to DJ uh, a little house party? I guess you can say a little barbecue, whatever." I'm like, "Shit, I'm down, man." He's like, "How much are you gonna charge?" I was like, three hundred dollars an hour." I'm like, "Damn." What'd you say? Three hundred an hour? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta hit. Yeah, bro. If you're gonna risk your fucking life, yeah. you better so, make it worth it. Yeah. I guess the person that was going to throw a party hit me up. I was like, hey, how much are you going to charge? Like $300 an hour. He's like, why so much? I'm like, well, that's how much I charge on a regular basis, you know, when I'm doing a private party. And plus, what's going on? I don't care what I'm bringing. or just two speakers and one light. I got to charge that much because I'm risking my life. Yeah. Like you said earlier, you know, you want to bring this shit back home to your parents. They're fucking old. Yep. You know, they, they can catch this shit in a heartbeat. Not like us, you know. So, I... They, I guess there wasn't guns, never hit me back up, so it is what it is, man. It's cool. I mean, it's almost even a deterrent. Hey, if you want to pay it, cool. If you yeah. don't, nah, I don't give a fuck yeah. either, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, this is just... We made it this far without DJing, you know what I'm saying? We're working, yeah. we're cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I really probably should hand these fucking geeks off to the other DJs who are right. working on here, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it is what it is, man. Fade four, and hopefully we get back into business soon. Yeah. Phase phase four. Who knows? Uh, You got any other gigs uh, coming up soon? As of right now? No. Nothing right now. Um, Until the bars open up for this year. Have you talked to any of the managers? Um, Actually, the manager hit me up last week. And he was telling me they're going to open up the bars this week. Yeah, today. And see, I was ready. I told him, yeah, I'm ready. So, I haven't heard nothing yet. But I think... What they're doing, they're just opening up to see how things go. Yeah. And, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I w- I'm not expecting the DJ anytime soon at all. Yeah, you know what same I'm here. It doesn't bother me. No. You know, you got so used to just not DJing, so, but DJing it, it, home, it's, you know? it's almost a cool little, uh, I guess a reset, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, for DJs. Because I, I know you were going at it hard, you know, I was going at it hard too, like every weekend, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like work during the week, Friday, Saturday, DJing, even yeah. maybe sometimes Sunday. Yeah. So be like yeah, we're used to it. So it's just like now that we're not DJing, it is what it is. You know, they call us bet. There's extra money in your pocket. They yeah. don't. 
ain't gonna phase us because the whole time that we're not DJing, it kind of, I guess you could say, woke us up because, like, damn, something happened, like, where it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. Money, comes, like, money comes and goes, that's yeah. for and it, and it goes faster than it comes, so. Yeah. You know, so it just really, nowadays it doesn't matter. I ain't gonna lie, the first month I was frustrated, like, dang, dude, I ain't gonna DJ what I'm gonna do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I loved it, you know, I fell in love with it, and it just seemed people dance, but now it's just like, it doesn't matter, man. I go back right now, and it could be no point, because you're DJing for 20 people, you know, 30 people. Yeah. I don't care. It's all good. You know? Let's take this this uh, third shot real quick. <laughs> Woo, that was harsh. Well, harsh. yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. During this time, have you come out with any uh any mixes or anything like that? Um. No. Like I, well, no, actually, I did a mix for uh, the Zumba class called Club Craze. I made a little thing like five minute mix for them. But didn't and you make a mix for uh, the homie in Jamesville? I made one for him, Marty V. For Marty V. For his, what was his, uh, uh, what uh, his podcast called? Shout out uh, Marty. Rich Con. Rich Con podcast. Yeah. yeah, I made one for him. Um, yeah, that was it. That's the only one you made? Yeah, and then the mix... Obviously, you're going to make one for for us yeah. today, either, yeah. maybe, probably, could be. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, okay, what, what other, uh, what, what equipment do you have now? I have, uh, Pioneer DJ SX3, and I got two, two turntables, uh... The Reloops. Reloops. The 7000s. Yep. That's it. You have a mixer too, don't you? Yeah. A new mark. New mark, whatever scratch. New mark scratch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got that. It's a dope mixer. But haven't uh, used that in a while, I mean, because I've been working on controller. So yeah. That's what's up. I've just been practicing since the bar closed. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. I think this is about. Uh, Take a, a wrap for this episode. Uh, PP, you want to give a shout out to anybody else? I'm um, just shout out man, to everybody that's been through this whole COVID thing, man. Stay positive. Things just started opening up, so um, yeah, just stay positive, man. Just once the bars open up, come support us, you know, and enjoy my mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, episode two of the Talking Podcast interview style. Uh, I got I still gotta figure out a name for this segment. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna call it. But just uh yeah. Your boy DJ Rick Monster, my boy PDP. Oh uh, yeah, holla at your boy. Peace. Peace. Yeah, peace. <laughs>